You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I a brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You I That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzanigan. I'm joined live by Jeff, the commissioner, and Brian Seahawk. Seahawk. Brian, I don't. I think I know your last name, but what is it? Holiday. Do you want people to know? Sure, why not? Oh, I know it's Holiday. That's right. Brian Holiday. I knew your last name was Holiday. I don't know why I got confused. Oh, because of the league and somebody new was in and I was like, I know it's that. And then I just, I'm shitty at my job, uh, historically, and... That's fine, hopefully. All right. First of all, we're recording through Discord, and I just want you to know there's um, a button that I clicked that says Discord, then under that says Mute, and then Deafen, and then Quit Discord, and I'm just like, this is the ejector seat button. Like, I can fucking knock out, I can cease three people's hearing for the rest of our lives with one click of a button. I'm feeling powerful. Okay. Now, last, what is today? Is today Monday? Monday. Monday. Okay, well, we're going to publish this on Friday, which would be very <coughs> cool, very legal. Uh, but we're going to be talking about it. It's actually Monday. We recorded an episode, or I did yesterday. Um, I went ballistic, but I wanted to bring people on. Uh, one of those people who ceases to show up continually, first it was, do I, uh, what time? And then there was a time, and he denied that there is a time. Now, He's once again let us down. I'm not going to mention him by name. Hopefully, he'll jump on. But we do have two superstars. Um, it's just impossible to get four people on one podcast anymore. That's just the, the COVID era. All right. Let's start off with what do you love this week? What do you love, Brian? Oh, man. What do I love? You know, I'm going to go um, away from uh, sports video games a little bit. But I'm going to go to uh, this idea. As a person who's, who's uh, struggled with anxiety and depression for a long period of time, almost 20 years, I'm going to go with I love the fact that mental health uh, is being brought to the forefront now a little bit, uh, and it's sort of becoming normalized some uh, with uh, with the, the, the girls in the in the sports, <laughs> the girls in the sports. That's a really awesome way for me to remember them. Um, but yeah, just the idea that that uh, that mental awareness and mental health is, is sort of being brought forward and normalized. I love it. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to go next. Going to be hosting a new talk show about mental health. I did not. Brandon Marshall or Brendan yeah. Marshall? 
Who's the wide receiver? Marshall? Who's Brendan Marshall? I, all I know is there's a linebacker who played for the Broncos named Marshall, and I've decided that that's Brendan Marshall, okay. and I couldn't tell you what his name is. His name was also Brandon Marshall. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I was like, okay, we can't have two people with the same name. That's insane. So, therefore, and that's it. Okay, here's what I love this week. Um, I'm, I'm just going to confess this long-time love. You know how when you're in relationships, there's always this like, oh, if you want to cheat on me, you can have this celebrity or whatever, um, which would be an amazing bit for the person to be like, oh, yeah, like Dan, who lives three doors down, and you're just like, oh, fuck, that guy's very attainable and would, <laughs> this is horrible. Anyway, uh, I'm going to just d- declare my love publicly for Rose Lavelle. She's the O.L. Reign soccer player. She plays for the United States women's uh, national team. Um, I just love watching her play, and I wouldn't want to make out with her. It wouldn't be that kind of thing in my relationship. I'm very happy with Morgan, but but I guess I just want to be friends with Rose, and then like if if something happened to our partners, like they were just like, we, we just can't do it anymore. And then we're just looking at each other like, well, I mean, I love the way you play Le Foot. And she's like, well, you, you're you a pretty shitty producer of podcasting, so I guess I'm in. That sounds great to me. Anyway, I just love Rose Lavelle. And the one thing about her that I guess I, I find interesting uh, is that, like, I think it's interesting when you first start watching women's soccer, women's basketball or whatever, as dudes, we're just, we are raised in a patriarchal society and we're kind of like, do I do who on this team am I attracted to you know it's just it's a shitty way to be and it's just how at least me coming up that's how I adjusted but now that I've watched enough women's soccer like that I don't see it in that light and I guess I've just matured and grown up and I'm not you know the same idiot but like now I just I just have so much respect for her game and I just love the way she plays and I, I don't know I just love her I, I'm, I'm willing to throw myself under the bus and try to get myself out, but let's find out what Jeff Solomon's love is this week. I was thinking about this because uh, even though I've been on this show so many times, I never remember to come prepared for these sections. Um, but I was thinking about how I have a lot of consistency because my love this week is going to be uh, how good Tua Tungo Vailoa and the rest of the Dolphins looked this week, the week before, and every week this season, they're going to look. He had so many doubters. I never strayed. Uh, you know, it's still preseason, so I'm not I'm not going to declare them world champions yet. But he looks like the stud QB they, sh- they needed to draft at five and the guy that was playing in Alabama. He just looks so accurate and so his feet dance around the pocket, which, you know, you could say that that's because the blocking is bad. But he can feel them coming and he knows when to get rid of it, and he just looks so good, even even with the backup wide receivers he's playing with right now, that I'm just so excited for football to be back. Fantastic. All right, Brian, what do you hate this week? Oh, man, I had so many options to go with, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of your love, actually, and what I hate is the comment section of almost anywhere, uh, but I'm going to go specifically... Uh, with Instagram this time around. So anytime, so I follow like ESPN, Sports Illustrated, things like that. Anytime they post anything that has anything to do with women whatsoever, you just see in the comments sections, all these insecure, small penis, tiny little men who have to make some sort of comment about who who cares? Oh, who, who Who is that? I don't even know who that is. And it's, it's, it's pathetic and it's lame and it's tiring. And I just have to stop looking at comments. 
because I hate them. It's also, it's I, also just not true. Like, I can name five right. U.S. women's national team soccer players. I cannot name one man. I can name three American tennis players who are women. I can't name one man. Like, the women own. They took over. They they are national sports now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, women's women's I, sports is actually good. It's great. I mean, honestly, if you watch the uh, – is it the NSL? Yeah, uh, NSL. Um, my problem is a lot of my favorite players went – to Europe to play and then I was like well fuck man I don't I who do I root for how do I I don't want to adopt a new team I was into the Portland Thorns um you know but now seeing that Rose is on the OL reign which I had to look up because I was like I'm not watching anything but the international stuff but now I'm like oh wait is she back in the NWSL I'm about to resubscribe to uh Paramount or whatever it is because I'm just like so into <laughs> women's soccer, but I need, yeah, she, she just came back from Man City. Holy shit, man. This is a, that's what I love. Breaking news. Nobody knew about it before the podcast. And now you're all like fucking subscribing to Paramount. And this is what we're going to do. And we're going to live tweet games. It's going to be great. All right. I'm fucking fired up. And now it's time for what I hate, which is all these sports. I, when COVID was happening and sports went away, we were all like, how are they going to come back? What's going to happen? Uh, which dog is going to bark at me, if you can hear that in the background? But uh, it just feels like too much. I'm not, I mean, hockey's preseason starts in a month from tomorrow. I'm like, I love hockey, but fuck, man. I almost now have just developed into a person who wants uh, either shorter seasons or like play every other year, which is totally insane. I realize, but I'm just like, man, there's too much stuff happening. Um, and Echo the dog is agreeing with me or disagreeing with me based on the tone of the bark. Uh, who's left to hate something? Jeff, have you hated something? I'm not paying attention. Uh, I, I hate constantly. Uh, right now, I'd say I hate uh, NFL broadcast rights, which this week, you know, I don't live in Miami. Uh, nor Atlanta, right. and I f somehow forget every year that uh, it yes. is this way, but I simply cannot watch things on television of my choice. I can't watch them on the computer of my choice because they have these ridiculous old blackout rules, and uh, I think I'm going to invest in a VPN this season to try and get around them and just I don't know I don't know why they're so insistent on being the worst. It's dumb. It's like we're just past it. And also, teams should have subscriptions. You should just be able to subscribe and watch your team. I think MLB uh, is looking at doing that. Or maybe it was, maybe I read an ESPN story about how to fix baseball. And one of the things was like, let people subscribe to one team, one division, one league, or both leagues, which is interesting. Like, if you're a baseball nut and you just love having it on, great. But if you, you know, a lot of, I would just want one team because I just want to watch. The Cubs play every two years, apparently. But uh, yeah, weird. Fine. Moving on to. Does Brian hate anything this week? I did. I, I thought I, he already hated something. I did. I hated the comments, but I do want to jump onto this whole broadcasting oh. rights thing because it's <laughs> Sorry. so goddamn it. annoying. So, okay, so we, we lost the Sonics in 2008, right? So I, I shunned the oh, NBA for that, a while. You've never brought that up before. No, sure. never, never before. No. Um, but. Ever since, so I'm like, fine, the next closest is the Portland Trailblazers, but Comcast and NBC or whatever on the Portland Trailblazers, that Portland is like 250 miles from Seattle. They are considered a local network. I cannot watch Portland Trailblazer games unless they're nationally broadcast, even if I were to subscribe to League Pass, which is just ridiculous. And the Seattle Mariners, I can watch them only in my home on one channel. 
So this whole broadcasting, right? The subscription thing, it has to be home market also. It has to include the home market. Yeah, I right now, so I've been in LA all summer. I'm about to leave. I, the Cubs have imploded as a team. And so there's just a point where it's like, oh, I really am just not going to watch this team. And uh, so, uh, and during this time, I really like just having Dodgers games on the background. It's a romantic team for me. I love LA. And it's just nice. And I haven't watched, but the Fox games, which I'm then like, I have to fucking turn on the TV at exactly 4 p.m. Instead of just popping on MLB.tv and be like, okay, I'll just watch. This will just be on in the background while I work or watch a movie on my iPad or something. Just like, I like having baseball on, and they've they've skull fucked me, if I can put it frankly. They've taken my skull and just filled it with baseballs. Uh, that's not, it's not with like gross sex stuff. Um, I think we I think we know that. Um, anyway, now I've made it terrible. I've made Funny, it worse in my for like everybody. college years, I found all these like pre-streaming websites way of hijacking game feeds, and it feels like another era. <laughs> That barely existed uh, between like 2005 and 2010, where these websites hadn't popped up yet, and so they were using things like Justin TV or iStream, like we used to do for our games. Um, and I had like programs where you'd put in IP addresses to play video streams, and I remember that was one way I watched games. And before that, I just found a website that would rebroadcast the radio of the Miami Dolphin games that I wanted to hear. So that was pre, I couldn't even get video then. I could only do audio. That's amazing. I love it. I, I just realized something. And before we move to the breaking news, I don't care about any more breaking news. I don't care about what you guys are talking about anymore. I'm done with it. It's Madden 22 time and we're moving straight into it because that's really what matters to all of us right now and why I'm having you, why I'm having you on the podcast. We've managed to kill somewhere in the range of 12 minutes on absolute bullshit. And uh, now we're not going to do that anymore. So I have a f my first question to you before we get into Madden 22, because now we're talking about Madden 22, so I'm going to take that away, is where does Madden 21 stand in the Maddenverse? Now, uh, Brian, you're in the league. You play as the Seahawks. You quit every other game. You drop out of the league, come right back. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, you've been commissioner for most of it. Um, and you've, you know, toughed it out. But ultimately, we're in, I, I talked about this last week, we're in season five, and that's very impressive to me. Like, Madden 21, I think, might be one of the best Maddens ever, but let's talk about it. Brian, Jeff. I think it has its Silence. ups and downs uh, compared to, I mean, I can really only compare it to last year because I didn't put any amount of time into previous versions of the game after... I don't know, 2012 when I first left the league. Um, so I can't compare it to that because I have no memory, basically. Uh, but I can remember last year, and last year had its own share of, like, super frustrating, weird animation things that you just couldn't do anything about. Um, there was the one where anytime there's a jump ball, the wide receiver would immediately toss it up like he was in the uh, – the, uh, Harlem Globetrotters doing like ball tricks and he just toss it right back up to the next guy and there was never such a thing as a jump ball catch and uh that drove you crazy do you and mean he would like set it like a volleyball yeah 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 just like all right yeah yeah um, right. that was a yeah. 20 animation thing that just never went away and when 21 came out their solution to that was that they would catch it, come down, and then drop it. And <laughs> so it would be incomplete. <laughs> but, all right. So yeah, yeah. you oh, still right. can't. That's what they have now. We're 
Yeah, where he gets doubled, like basically ripped in half in midair, and yeah. then it drops, right? Um, yeah. So, so there's still stuff like that. Okay. They took out some fun stuff on deep balls where, like, they used to make jumping catches on a deep ball with, like, a really fun animation if you had the right wide receiver, like a, a Julio Jones. Uh, they don't really have that anymore, which it's so weird to see things just get plucked out and not, like, fixed. Because, right. I mean, you should add They're more like, things, not take them away. The problem with the set volleyball animation wasn't that it existed. It was that there was no other animation that occurred. And so you saw that 15 times a game. Uh, they shouldn't be taking things right. out. It should be adding them. So I would say 21 was a disappointment in that way. Uh, but probably overall on-field experience better than 20. Yeah, uh, for sure better than 20. I mean, just from our league standpoint, the fact that we're in the fifth season and people, I mean, look, we have the Paul Spores who were just like, this game is trash. Everything, like literally everything he ha says is, is shitting on the game. Not wrong, um, though. It's never, <laughs> what's that? I said he's never wrong. It's always like, oh, the game makes me run into the kicker. I'm not even touching the controller. And it's like, yeah, you're right, but we all deal with that. Well, I guess so. Yeah, I guess there's certain things where I'm like, I mean, he would lose games, and it would be clear that he would be texting through most of the game and complaining about how the game sucks while he's losing. And I'm like, one thing I do to win games is pay attention. That's a real and, like, not get rattled. I've, I've talked about how it's a mental game. But I don't think the game sucks or is it – I don't think the game is trash, which is his definitive statement on it. And do you think the game is trash? Brian, let's go to you and hear what you think about this and its standing in the – the Pantheon. Oh, it, it's hard to say because like every year it's like, it trades one shitty thing for some, some other shitty thing. Like Madden <laughs> is just like the, the ideal of potential that just never, he's that eighth grade kid that just, he's good at basketball, but he flunks every class. So he never gets to play. Right. Like, that's a terrible analogy, but that's just what I thought of. But like, yeah, like still so like this year in 21, you, you still can't, you still can't throw a swing pass to the right side of the field. It will get intercepted or it'll just, he'll throw it five, 10 yards in front of him every time. Um, and like every year has, it's like handful of things. And, but I will say, I, I do think that now this is also coming from like, right. We're still playing on the previous generation, right. Of 21. So we're not playing next gen 21, but we can play it. But my, most of my experience is based off of the previous gen that's 21. true. I should add that asterisk too. I played almost zero amounts of Madden 21 on uh, next gen. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say that it, it's not getting better. Like the game and the, in the simulation and the, um, the overall gameplay, I, it does improve every year, but it's still mind boggling when you just think, how the fuck do they not fix some of the things they don't fix? That's the thing that's crazy right. and frustrating. Like the, like the draft. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the auto the draft. auto draft after two drafts, and it's just like fucking get the thirty, get your thirty-two best friends together and watch the draft happen in fifteen seconds while everybody loses their fucking mind. Yeah, that, that's uh, just, yeah, that's a horrible aspect. And it's just it's I just wanna, like this wanna, glaring, oh, this glaring like proof that EA really just doesn't give a shit about online franchise. Like that's not on their radar. Right. Yeah, there's a real lack of vision, and, and instead of trying to guide people to it or to give those tools, they're just like, we're going to give you the minimum, and uh, if you complain with a huge vocal majority, then we'll care, 
Question mark. Um, okay, moving on to question number two. What's up with 10 pick games? Now, I threw 10 interceptions in a game, and it was because I think I needed to throw for 300 yards or something like that. So I was just like, well, I got to get fucking 300 yards. But this is also a problem with Madden 21 when it first came out. You know, you're just like sitting back. You're like, I'm going to play Madden. This will be fun. I'm going to run, and I'm going to pass. You tend to want to pass, and then every pass is picked off. So there is a... It does teach you to, to not just, oh, I'm just going to wildly throw around. But the level of punishment, which I'm sure I talked about last year, the level of punishment seems amped up in this one. And I don't know if it's true. Maybe it's just like recency bias. But man, this game will fucking jerk your leg off and hit you in the face with it every time. Like I'm like, oh, that's finally a safe pass, and it's picked off. And I'm like, what is the fucking point? Why am I passing? This is so asinine. Do you, are you guys finding that, or are you like, nah, you're bad? Brian, right. you go first. Oh, I, I, I found... All right, Brian's... There he goes. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I found that there is still a fair amount of, like, cornerback, safety, slash, middle linebacker, like, all of a sudden getting a burst of speed to get there. Um, it there's There's certain plays, and it almost feels like certain games where... The computer just decides what's going to happen. Like, I don't know that the computer decides you're going to lose, but sometimes it feels like the computer decides you might win this game, but you're going to be fucking pissed about the whole game the whole time. <laughs> um, or, or like on a certain play, like if you throw it that route, like we're, we're going to knock it down no matter how open your guy is. It just, there's that feeling sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the reason uh, I Jeff, wanted what about you? Brian to go, yeah. The reason I wanted Brian to go first is I really haven't put that much time into Madden 22 with season five still going. I didn't want to uh, screw up my thumbs, as it were, as people have told me. Like it's it plays different, and I would get used to it, and then I'd play worse in 21. Um, but I think part of these issues are, and this happened last year too, like you said, is that they don't have the time to do any tuning. I think they're working so breakneck to make these games that they don't have, you know, three months of, oh, it's gold. Now let's do tuning in a, for a patch. I think they're working every week of the year, either on this game or the next one, and it never ends. And the, the COVID of it all has only exacerbated that, I'm sure, uh, you know, with them adding features to franchise mode that they would have liked to put on the game and have admitted that they just couldn't do it and would either have had to delay it to next year or make it a patch um, or even adding those things last year as shit as they were adding a playoff bracket JPEG as like a big feature. And that's like, <laughs> Ooh, they updated franchise mode. Why couldn't they get that in at launch? Because they were working on the ball, not flying out of the stadium or something that was even more <laughs> egregious than all the egregious things we see. Well, it's uh, like so, it's like we we sorry we talked about in our Discord chat earlier somewhere like the fact that they spent how much time making Patrick Mahomes' hair bounce in a game where he wears a helmet the entire time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's wild. Okay, next up, uh, this is a big question because this addresses. There's two major questions here. This one's big. Do you like the dumb cutscene interactions? No, because they're not voiced, and it's very off-putting. Uh, you know, you don't need the real coaches. You can get any kind of three generic actors, and it would be fine. And I know there's not 10,000 lines of dialogue that, like, would have spent months and months recording, 
there's like 50 scenarios. They cycle through them. You have two responses. One is like, sure, let's do it. And the other is like, no, I don't think we should. And I, it, last year I gave him a pass because of COVID and face of the franchise had the same problem with a bunch of like voiceless scenes. But now they're putting it in franchise mode. They're trying to hype it up. I, I don't understand why they don't have voices. And it, the scenes are so slow and boring and you can't even hear anyone asking the question. It feels like a bug. But it's not. It's just it's just a Legend of Zelda no voice situation. Uh, it's super weird and off-putting, and I don't like it. Yeah, that, uh, my problem is not when you can make a choice. My problem is when you're just standing there, and you're just in front of a crowd, and then it says, hold A to skip. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I don't want to be in this pointless cutscene. And then you, then it will eventually, like, some text will appear at the bottom of a, a quote that doesn't really do anything for me, and I actually didn't have agency over it. And I'm just kind of like, do I need a cutscene to tell me that I didn't get the three no. touchdowns? Could have been an just email a or a text. Like, last year it was just yeah. the coach is on his phone and he's texting. That was fine. The problem with that was just you didn't know what your answers actually did, which is still kind of the case. Right. Uh, it would just say, like, oh, do you want to rest starters during the bye week or uh, do you want to have practice? And you're like... I don't know what the fuck that's going to do, but I pick one and they're like, everyone hates you now. Like, well, great. Why didn't you tell me like what was going to occur? Because all I really care about is plus three or minus three. Right. Yeah. It's it's really interesting to me because I'm just kind of like, I don't also, I don't want to hold A to skip a thing that I don't have any agency in. Just let me press A, but then if I'm going to get an answer, then have me hold it and then have something come up. Well, so I'm, I'm sort of alerted. How about that just, and then you... You find out it was really important, and you just lost like ten experience points across the entire fucking thing. I, that's the thing is like you just kind of nailed it. Like not everything needs to be these press conferences. We're we're not we're not in the press. That doesn't make me feel like I'm in the press conference. I get that they can't do voice. It's just a huge colossal load of effort, and they didn't have me writing the dialogue, so the dialogue is just fine. Um, if I if I had written the dialogue, yeah, they would have fucking voiced it because they have been like, holy shit, this is interesting and crackles with life. Instead, they're like, oh, schlub turd, can, schlubby turd can do it. Um, and I, I'm like, this is just so passionless and it really strikes at the heart of why this game has a 68 on Metacritic. It's just sort of like, it. it's just slow. And I, like, I get part of it. I mean, when I'm playing solo, I just want to whip through and do the shit and just like have the experience I'm having. But this really slows it down. And I think, okay, when we're doing a weekly franchise or two games a week, it'll be nice to sort of go in and do this stuff, but actually not. I mean, it's just kind of weird. Uh, Brian, so, how much so have you interacted? Now. They're so busy. Holy shit. And luckily they're in like three fonts. One is a 18 point <laughs> font. One is a four point <laughs> font and one is a one point font. And I'm like, who the fuck? is this for what is happening what who like covid happened sure but like nobody's eyesight suddenly became 20 fucking 10 like ted williams can just be like oh i'm gonna have an advantage my head is gonna have an advantage over other people because i could see this better than better than you uh brian what do you think of the cutscenes? you're all fucking geeked out on them all you do is tweet about how you're like oh the cutscenes. i love them no, no i'm i'm kind of with with jeff on this one like they they Every the overall thing they just need Madden and in general they just need to do less things better. It's like they're trying to do too many things. So like they throw in these cutscenes and they're like, well, 
we'll just kind of half-ass it and we won't add voice to it. But yeah, it totally takes away. That's a great way of putting it. I wish I had said that, which is like, choose to do fewer things, but do them well instead right. of like doing so many bad things. Yeah, it, it's like we got all this. We, hey, we got 97 new features. They all fucking suck, but you know, we got them. They're in here. Um, and like the menus, I and now I'm pretty sure I didn't actually go count, but I'm pretty sure getting to basic things actually takes an extra click now a button press than it used to, to get to the same things in the menu. Why would that ever be a good thing? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And it's, the menus it, are slower. It, 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 yeah. Next gen yeah, stats the menus say are too many button presses. <laughs> yeah. What, I mean, let's talk briefly about next gen stats before I get to my fourth question. Do you like whatever that is about? Cause it just seems really cumbersome. And when I finally wait to see the next gen stats, like thing play out where it shows how fast a, wide receiver ran or how quickly a linebacker got to me i was like that took like 10 seconds to 15 seconds for me to play out the whole thing i was like it's, okay. it's cool I, I i like the concept and I like the idea like a lot of things i don't like the implementation because it does it takes too long like the that stat and that thing is cool split my screen in half give me my play calling screen on the left and then overlay that on the right hand side or something so i can see it while i'm choosing my next play or while i'm doing something else not that i have to stop set my controller down go get a drink of water for the cutscene to end to know what the next gen stat was that that's kind yeah. of my thought on that yeah and you you kind of brought me into another thing which is just the play calling being at the bottom of the screen i like it in terms of what i can see at the top of the screen because it lets me watch a replay or whatever while i'm picking my play but it seems like a mess. I don't, I'm really struggling with the play calling and I'm not feeling like it's organic and I don't, I don't know, man. Am I, is that just me and just get adjusting? I think it always made more sense for them to change it to a horizontal view because it uses the uh, AXBY configuration. Um, All right. Actually, I don't know if they did do that that way now now that i say that out loud because it would make sense in my head if it was x y and b as left middle and right but anyway i backtrack it's on all of it and b i take it all back no, it's x a and b oh okay it's that x makes a sense. And b. then yeah horizontal always yeah. made more sense um <laughs> waste of 45 seconds but uh the thing i think is we just got to get used to it you know i remember a couple years ago they changed all the like hot route buttons to be all sorts of different Hey, and it was all bitch city from all of us. It's like, oh, I used to be able to do this in three clicks. Now it takes seven. And sure enough, that's true. And like, I hate all the hot route stuff, all the adjustments on defense. It drives me crazy how little control I feel like I really have there anymore, whereas I used to be very good at it uh, without even thinking. But that change happened. We all got used to it. And it's less of a thing to bitch about now. And I, I think that'll be true well, the one of play calling at some point. Right. Well, the one thing I can't figure out is how to get dudes out of my lineup, like swap out, like, okay, I'm going to use a different defensive tackle or I'm going to... And with the a, fatigue system my... they have, that's more important than ever. Well, Right, right. And so yeah. that felt like, feels super clunky. And I'm like, where am I? And of course, we'll get used to it, but I still find it annoying. Um, what were you going to say, Brian? I was just going to say with, with the fatigue thing. Now, I, I have not tested this to verify it myself, but I have seen more than one YouTube video uh, talking about this whole fatigue system to where only the players involved in the play are impacted by fatigue. So if you catch the ball, you're impacted. Or if you make the tackle, you're impacted. If you don't, you have, it has no impact on your fatigue. 
Oh my god! So like you could run a flyer. what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. You can you can run a, a streak with your with your wide receiver like five plays in a row, and if he doesn't touch the ball, his his fatigue is still one hundred percent. What what do you, who why were they like hey I got a really cool That's idea a guys. Less That's things better. That's fucking crazy. That makes me want to punch my own. I, man, for seventy dollars you get like fatigue for just the two people involved. Like that's <laughs> like I'm not saying I want my left wide receiver if I'm throwing to my right. Like sure he runs a streak. I don't want him to be red exhausted or something. Like I understand right. you would give a bump of fatigue to the person who's participating in the play. But what the f, man? It's so dumb. All right, I'm gonna ask this question. Why is the Bears Khalil Mack trying to retire in week three? And then in parentheses. I'll tell you why. Because he wants to play for the Dolphins. Let's bring him on (laughs) down to Miami. (laughs) This is what I want to know. Do I trade him before he bitches at me in week three and says, hey, coach, I don't really have it anymore. And here's what annoys me. He basically says, uh, your choice is like, let him retire or talk him into staying. And if you talk him into staying, then he retires in week eight if you go winless, which is what I elected to do, not on purpose. But so now my team is worse. I've lost a 90 rated player. Fantastic. Um, I tried to put him on the trade block just to see what I could get back. That's not a thing you can do. You can only uh, try to get players um, and then you offer something. I don't know about 22 specifically, but the trade block works. Not the way I was trying to use it, which was with my thumbs and a controller. I kept like just it just brought up other teams and I was like and my team wasn't available. I'm like, well, what the what the turd, man? Get Khalil Mack and his bad attitude off my my team. But the other thing is like, don't have him retire. If I keep losing, maybe just like he just like his morale goes to zero and he brings down the linebackers. So then it is a situation where he goes two games later. He's like, man, I'm sorry. Like I'm killing the team right now trade me question mark like he's a 90 rated player this isn't a guy like a even an 80 rated tight end this is like a superstar player yeah yeah i mean i like he's a difference maker and when he retired i was like super cool i'm one in eight how great is fucking khalil mack for i don't know it's just that it it speaks to the poor get poor aspect of madden and how this game ultimately just drills you if you don't do well, which then is, so you punish for not being good at the game and the people who are good at the game are just going to excel. So it creates a, a bad dynamic. Um, what would you do with a, if you're superstar, Brian, are you going to be the Seahawks in 22? I am. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if Russell Wilson's like, I'm going to act like Russell Wilson in real life. And is like, if you don't win the next three games, like, I don't know. Are you just like, just go ahead and retire, dude. I'm tired of this shit. Well, the, the first thing I would do is I would go and look in his rating screen to see if EA like instituted some new dick move uh, dev trade of some kind. <laughs> and see if that was right. there. See if I could change Attitude. it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, cause then, cause then you're forced into that situation where you, you have to do whatever it is that he says he needs to do which could potentially like cost you games or cost you wins or whatever. And, and like in a league like ours, um, that sucks. Um, if you have to lose a game potentially, or, or maybe your player gets suspended because most Russell Wilson's like, if I don't throw for 500 yards and nine touchdowns, I'm out of here. Um, 
And then you're like, well, okay, you're going to be suspended next week anyway. But I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what do you, what do you do? I mean, that, that's, that's if for a player like that, uh, a top ranked player like that, it just doesn't make sense. Like if you're a dude, like, what was this guy? Dom Wood Anderson, who's on the Seahawks of Washington play in the preseason game. He had six penalties and a fumble. Like, yeah, that guy needs to walk away and just be like, all right, I'm out. Um, <laughs> Khalil Mack should, that, that should not be his situation. Well, again, yeah, like the point is, is it's not, I, I get that. Uh, no, let me start over. I love the idea that, that Khalil Mack was like forcing me to do something, right? But if he says, you have to trade me by week nine, we, we either have to win X amount of games. Look, if we're not 500 by the trade deadline and you don't trade me, I quit. That makes sense because then it's a conditional thing and it's not like, oh, uh, I nebulously demand that we win games or I'm going to quit. Uh, okay, if I would have won one game, would that have been enough? I kept, I lost one in overtime. I lost another on a last-second field goal. Like, uh, like what what is the benefit whereas versus like if he goes bro it's week nine the trade deadline is when you hit that advance button if i'm not if i'm not off this team i'm off this team that's cool i get it i didn't live up to a condition i didn't get us to 500 or i didn't get us blah, 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 within a game of first place whatever it is instead it's like okay i'm obviously struggling i'm one and eight and now I'm probably my second best player just retired that's just fucking dumb. And Madden, this brings me to my next question, which I'm going to ask you guys now. Is there a way to make a Madden game that doesn't constantly rip at your anus? Brian, you go first. Oh, oh man, that's a, that's a, um, I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to go back to, to my comment from earlier. They, they just need to do less things better. Stop, stop trying to throw in so many features and just, like pick the core of what like it's almost like they don't have an identity, right? Like great games have a specific identity. What do they do well? Um, and it's like they don't have that focus. They don't have that identity on, on what do they actually want their game to be. Um, so it's like they need to, to strip it down, um, figure out what the core of their game is, and then do that well, and then start to add some of these other things. Yeah, because otherwise... You get your anus constantly ripped. Uh, what about you, Jeff? What do you think? Is there a way to make a Madden game that doesn't constantly rip at your anus? I think the problem is that if you brought Madden down to its core component of what they want it to be, we're left with just mutt. Just mutt. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's, of mutt. that's yeah. what they want. Uh, and they're only giving us these little morsels of updates to franchise mode because of a bunch of whining last year that like actually started to make waves. Um, I think you know we're... August 23rd right now, so the game came out yesterday or two days ago or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's awaiting whatever the next update is that I'm sure will be full of bug fixes. But right now, it looks like such a buggy game in comparison to any other year even. Uh, it's like a No Man's Sky level disaster yeah. of bugs where I don't even see videos of people playing the game. I only see videos of people posting unique and silly bugs, uh, running backs being tossed 20 yards into the air, or punting. Oh shit, I haven't seen that. Oh, I'll share it later. Punting the ball out through the end zone and being awarded six points. Uh, being stopped five goals. yards just... short of the end zone. <laughs> yeah, being We're stopped punting. five yards short of the end zone and getting the touchdown called and the guy just picks himself up and jogs in like he's celebrating the touchdown. The points go on the board and you're like, well, now he's in. Uh, but he was clearly down. 
or you know it's like the list goes on and on of of like fully Man. unacceptable things not like borderline things like the the volleyball set animation that frustrated us for an entire year just each and every one of these is fully unacceptable yeah for one, any the- simulation level football game i'm saying simulation in that it's supposed to be you know replicating the rules if it's in the, of the nfl right and in the rules of the nfl if you punt it out of the end zone you don't get six points the one i saw right right that's was, messed up was uh, uh they fumbled it and they they fumbled it and they they bobbled it back to the end zone and then the guy just starts kicking it forward. He literally kicks it to the other. F- it, li- it looked like a clip out of FIFA with a guy with the football uniform on kicking the ball. He kicked it 60 yards down the field running, like full speed solo by himself, just running and kicking the ball. It was amazing. It was incredible. I don't even understand <laughs> that that's, that's so mind-bogglingly weird. I don't even – I mean, I understand what you've said, but it seems unbelievable. There, I agree yeah, with you, I, Brian. I mean – I just want it simpler. I want us to be able to play games. I want it to keep track of wins and losses. Uh, I don't care about superpowers or momentum meters or Mm -hmm. jersey swaps or whatever new dumb thing they invent next year. That'll be, oh, if you're playing well, you'll play even better and fuck the person who's losing even harder. They just keep inventing new ways to do that. Uh, I just want one-on-one where, like, you you remember who won in franchise mode, and so we can play the next week. Uh, yeah, you you, you want to give me give me a stupid feature that doesn't matter? Give me the '90s Seahawks away uniform. I can have the home one. No away uniform from the '90s. Like, <laughs> Uniforms are so weird. I just, it's just a white jersey. I was just with about to ask pants. about that. Well, so you yep, can set I mean, a home jersey preference. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this. I do oh. this. Uh, yeah. So all of my home jerseys when we play in the league are the '84 Dolphins jerseys. But you yeah. cannot yeah. do that for away jerseys. So I'm wearing the 2020s whenever that happens. And it's like, why? Why is it one but not the other? Why can't you just set a preference or include all these old jerseys? And that's probably a licensing thing I won't get into. But even if you relocate the team, you know, a team history stays with you. If you take Washington and move them to Alaska, they should still be able to wear the throwback jerseys because they're still that franchise. But yeah. no, if you move your team, you, you know, it's whatever the hell, the Buffalo Buffalo Balls, uh, and you wear blue and gold, and you never have a choice to wear whatever the old thing is. And it's just, it's things like that. Do them simple, do them well. Uh, God, I'm so frustrated, and I haven't even been the playing bears, this game. The Bears have an extraordinary amount of wild uniforms. Like, there's one that looks stupid as shit. There's... One that's like a Michigan horn helmet kind of deal with a black I hate and that orange claw thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't like it, but I'm also like it's kind of badass. Like there's there's a badassness to some of the um, Bears uniforms, and also they have. The, so uh, you guys don't know this about me. This is a fascinating thing that I will now explain to you. So when um, when you see a soccer match and the goalie is wearing like a really bright. Um, neon color it's because that actually for the human eye it makes that goalie look bigger so it's a psychological advantage right then there's the other psychological advantage that i always use in madden which who knows but the darker your jersey the more imposing you are and the if you wear white jersey you're less imposing and less threatening so in the super bowl the team that wears their home or the darker uniform is actually advantaged 
So I love this. That's why I'll wear the all red when I when I play games with the Washington Warrens with black cleats even. And so with the Bears uniform, like they're deep, deep blue, like that midnight blue. Man, I'm gonna be like fucking crazy taking people out at midnight. By the way, one thing I want to say real quick, one thing that I really loathe about this new game is I cannot see the defenders. So there are many interceptions that I throw, and I would say five to seven already. And I probably, I throw like, I'd say I throw three to four a game now, two to four a game. And there's always at least one per game where I'm like, I could not see the defender. And it's literally that, like, even if they're running in stride with my my guy, if my guy's behind them, or meaning closer to my quarterback, that my my guy is literally shadowing or enveloping the image of the other player so I cannot see that. I'm like, holy shit, I got a guy straight. Throw it up, and then it's picked. And I'm like, what is, what? Or same with strong safeties. I'm like, if that were, which we're about to get into, a home field advantage thing where you can't see certain defenders, which it would be totally insane if they were invisible, but uh, <laughs> it, it might be somewhat interesting. But That's I'm just like, where, do how? Do it well instead of do it many. Uh, with right. all the weather effects they do, it's so hard to play the game visually. You know, someone's wearing white in the snow every time. Or in the rain, it's just everything's darker. It doesn't feel like you're in the rain. It just feels like someone slobbered a, a black layer in Photoshop onto the screen, and I just jack up my brightness trying to play the game and squint the whole time. I play so many games in the rain. Have an off button. It. We don't want it. We don't want to play it in yeah. the rain. Yeah, uh, and also, I would love... I don't know if this is going to be true of the fatigue, but Miami should have, like, a home team advantage yeah. in terms... Yeah. Like I remember the Broncos when they were great, they went into Miami and they just like sucked and they were just that's so tired thing. by that's the a, third quarter. Yeah. It's not just a real thing. It's a real thing. The stadium does on purpose. They will put the away team in the sunnier side. So in the second half, they're like dying in the heat. It's really funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, okay. What do you think of the momentum stuff and the, uh, the, you know, that stuff? I mean, we just probably exposed that they didn't do a very obvious cool thing, but uh, Brian, what do you think of the momentum stuff? Are you, uh, really good at reading the one point font as it pops up for five seconds, or are you just like I don't know what is happening? I you broke up. Were you talking to me? I was talking to Brian. Oh, you're talking about. The Did you hear any of that? Uh, the momentum is that what we're talking about. The moment. Do we like the momentum? And yeah, all I was saying. Do you like it? And it, and can you read the one point font that flashes onto the screen before it goes away? And you're like, uh, what happened now? What? Okay, I'm just gonna try to play well. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I love the idea. And I think, I think part of the reason I love the idea is being a Seahawks fan and, and having a stadium and a team where there really is a difference. Um, that's something that I've wanted to see in the game for a long time. I, I want the crowd to be louder at, in Seattle and Kansas City and New Orleans, these places that are, that are known to have loud, crazy crowds. I want that to be part of the game. Um, so I like it. I don't, again, it kind of goes back to the implementation. I don't know if I love the implementation of it. I think it's something I'll probably get used to, um, because just like Miami, right? There, there are all these, it's, it's one of the things that makes baseball like one of my favorite sports because every stadium is so unique, but football actually does have some of that as well, right? You do have some of these very right. unique home field advantages. So um, I you like go to it. Buffalo, you might get a penis thrown at you. You go right. to the Raiders game, you might get mugs in the parking lot. Right. They, that, see, if you're going to include shit, include that shit. Include Buffalo Bills fans jumping on tables and 49ers and Raiders fans stabbing each other. Like, that's, that's what you get. <laughs> I mean, if it's in the game, 
Isn't that their thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. at least for presentation, right. if this was 2K5, there would definitely be a Buffalo fan jumping into a table pregame. They would show people outside oh, yeah. the stadium doing shit. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not getting I'm not getting into that trap of of ro- <laughs> romancing and reminiscing on 2K5. But um, I like the idea of home field advantages and and there being something. But again, I think it's a misstep because it's a rich get richer, which we've talked about so many times. If you're playing well, you just own that bar. And it has nothing to do with the environment. Um, you know, I would be into something where it's like, oh, it's so loud in Minnesota, but if you're kicking their ass, they start shutting up. You know, like, okay, that makes sense. Something mm-hmm. like we were just talking about with the Dolphins, though, it doesn't matter how many touchdowns you score. You're still sitting in the in the goddamn sun, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think want- it would – and I don't think every stadium should have one either. I think it should be like, okay, this is the six places where unique things happen. In Mile High, maybe you have sickle cell anemia <laughs> and you can't play that week. Uh, in – buffalo maybe it's so cold that you just drop the ball more you know things like that things that affect both teams uh unless you're the dolphins sitting in the shade live in high life but things that affect both teams and aren't momentum tied uh but are about where you're playing make them unique in that way i think that's way more interesting and i just i hate these things where it's like you suck let's make it so you suck worse yeah one thing one thing that i saw that i do like um, regarding the momentum is, uh, I don't know if it's in every stadium, every home stadium, but I know it was in Kansas city. Um, and maybe in another stadium is when you start the game, the mom- the home team's momentum and, and crowd impact was activated, right? Because that's one of the most hyped times of a game, right? Is right when the game starts and that makes right. sense. And then like Jeff, like you were saying, right? Like the visiting team scores two touchdowns in the four minutes and then it, you kill it. It goes away. Uh, I did like that. Yes. <laughs> I can't hear either of you anymore. Oh, can you hear me now? Or... No, there's Brian. Okay, okay. we got one. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to assume Todd is talking because I think he's, that's a safe bet most of the time, but he's frozen right talking. now. Yeah. So maybe we just have our that's own conversation and he has his conversation <laughs> and then he'll talk about one point fonts and we'll all sync together again. It'll be perfect. Uh, Do some yeah. <laughs> Uh, I actually don't know what most of those momentum things are. I haven't looked into it at all, uh, even more so than just not playing the game. Um, I also don't have the game yet, technically. I'm still on the trial. I, I figure we're we're not starting for another month anyway, so I don't need to buy it. Um, but I like I don't care what they are because I think they're all kind of uninteresting, and a lot of them are copycats of each other. I think there's only like half as many as we think there are, and then it just duplicates all around the league with a new name um, yeah. which is what a lot of the x-factor stuff does you know it's like oh he he stuffs the inside run he's an inside run stuffer and then it's like oh he stuffs the outside run he's an outside run <laughs> stuffer and they have two stupid names and they're different and you can't be both and i think right. it's gonna be like that it's like oh this this home team always does well in the snow and then another stadium is oh this home team always does well in the slosh or you know, whatever <laughs> right um right. I, I agree with, with what you said too about um, the idea that not every stadium should have one because, like, I mean, I guess you could give Jacksonville like that the sun and the hat thing, um, but outside of that, like, no. Um, and like, there's there's a few, um, yeah, there's there's a handful of stadiums right. that are you go legit. to the the Meadowlands, you tear your ACL. <laughs> right. Yeah, 
like you know old philadelphia every you know everybody gets a busted twisted ankle high, high ankle sprain on the turf um but yeah not not every stadium should, should i've i've actually personally been to a handful of stadiums um like i've been to a giants game in in new york and it's lame Sorry if you're a Giants fan, anybody out there, but it's it's lame. I like, like that stadium, but yeah, you go off. I mean, I was literally it was it was the it was the you know fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter in a tie game. The Seahawks we went to Seahawks game. The Seahawks were driving down the field with Tavares Jackson, by the way, um, and like I could have a conversation with the person next to me. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't loud in Seattle in the first quarter on second down. Um, you know you can't hear anything, and and so. Yeah, not every stadium. Rest deserves. in peace to Tavares Jackson. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, T Jack. Yeah, uh, I think Todd's back. Yes, excellent. We got him back. We just kept going like you were being quiet, but I got a feeling you were not being quiet. So we're gonna have some interesting audio mixed together. No, later. I was quiet that time. Oh, really? Oh, I was quiet that time for. I was just did a couple uh, NPR type deals where I was quiet, but it says I have a system overload, so everything crashed and then my internet went out. Oh. So it was a fun time. Um, did we finish what we were talking about? Yeah, Are we were we talking done about with this podcast? momentum, and uh, I guess when you duck out, we'll use the backup audio uh, since your audio will not be lined up anymore. Right. Well, I can sync that part up because um, I stopped it and then started recording the Netflix Minute, which is now where we're headed. That, I mean, I feel like Madden 22, we're going to have a lot of conversation about it. But man, right now, it's a real kick to the junk. And I'm like, uh-oh, they might have actually just flubbed a year. And now we're in a situation where it's like, okay, we're going to hope the updates work. Right? Isn't that where we're at? We're yeah, just like, pretty much. hopeful they update it. It looks so buggy it's right crazy. now that we have to just cross our fingers and hope for the best or else we're going to do 10 seasons of Bad at 21. The other, the other thing that sucks yeah, that people are, a lot of other games okay. I've noticed don't do is, and, and from what I've heard, at least this year's Madden is the same way, that if you start a franchise or you start something and they patch it, you have to start over. And yeah. th- and that's, oh, that's my hate. That's my hate is the fucking app update makes it useless now. Oh. And it's a Madden 22 app. So we can't use it anymore for our freaking league. And it's like your buggy ass game, which we can't even start a league if we wanted to, because we're waiting for the goddamn scouting update and you're updating your app to make it only for 22. And now the thing we actually used every day for a million reasons is useless. Make a new app. Don't update your old app. Release a new app every year. I want 20 apps on my phone for the last 20 years of goddamn added. It's an unreal decision. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll just update it. Like, copy and paste. Make the changes you want to make. (laughs) And don't... Why do they fucking do this shit? It's just fucking dumb. Like, how dumb? They have no vision. I mean, if they hire me again, I think they're great, and they should because I will help with a vision. But this game continually, annually, just doesn't have vision. Uh, great that you guys didn't like long shot enough. Big mistake, EA. You could have had a franchise for the ages. And by the way, a Netflix show by now. Jeez, it would have been for sure greenlit. But instead, like, hey, let's do the yard. Oh my lord! Has it? Have anybody? Has anybody turned on the yard? No, haven't. Oh God! Never Let's that. kill me now. No. All right, Netflix minute time. Before I decapitate myself with my own foot, um, my lo- or my uh, Netflix minute is not something to watch. It's something to eat. There's these noodles called Sun Noodles. That they're at Whole Foods. They come in a brown cardboard box. There's two per serving. They're about six bucks. 
and you're thinking, whatever, it's just some noodles. The miso one is great. The Korean one will light your fucking face on fire, like lip numb action. But they are uh, incredible, and I can't stress enough that you need to go either to sunnoodle.com and order them or go to Whole Foods. They, the best, it's like store, it's like restaurant quality, fantastic. All right, Brian, what's your Netflix minute? What should we watch? Oh, man. Um, okay, so I, I'm going to do one and a half. Um, so I, I'm going to nerd out a little bit for a second. I'm, so I'm a little behind on all, like I've seen all of the Star Wars stuff, but I've never watched the animated series. So I'm watching the Clone Wars. Um, and it's, they're better than the movies are like that animated series with, with, uh, directed and led by Dave Filoni is, is really, really good. So if you like Star Wars, you haven't watched the animated stuff, it's actually better than the movies are. The other thing is Disney plus Disney plus is killing it right now. And I'm not going to say what you think I'm probably going to say, but if you open your Disney plus app and you go to the national geographic section, there's so much good shit in there. Like just sit back, relax, chill out, watch some animals, watch some national parks, all kinds of crazy cool stuff in there that that's good stuff. That's awesome. I, uh, I have not watched the clone wars and I'm a big star Wars fan, but I, I, there's been some separation for me. I guess I was like, Oh no, the nine movies are the thing and that's it. But now obviously it's splintering off into a lot of different stuff. I'm super stoked about this national geographic mention cause I've never clicked on it before and my fiance will love it. And we'll just turn that on all the time. Uh, all right. Over to you, Jeff. I'll second the Star Wars animated stuff uh, for a moment. There's a couple of like really childish episodes because that's you know their core demo on that show. But for the most part, it's it's very age ten and up kind of stuff, uh, and they do a good job. But my pick this week is a movie that I saw a few years ago. It is on Hulu right now, and it is called The Final Girls, not to be confused with Final Girls, which is a worldwide best-selling book. The Final Girls, uh, it is uh, right along the lines of a Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's a horror comedy. It's about these kids who get sucked into the movie of a, a Friday the 13th kind of uh, ripoff movie. And uh, it's very fun. It's very, very funny. It's If you've seen any of the Friday the 13th movies, you might appreciate it just a little bit more because there's some like uh, genre... Uh, what do you call it, uh, cliches that they play into in fun ways. And um, the reason I uh, found it is because I was looking at Alexander Ludwig, who's in it, and he's not a very good actor, but he's in a new show called Heels on Stars, which is about wrestling. Uh, and I don't watch wrestling, but I enjoy things about wrestling, so I went down that rabbit hole. So there, there's, there's three for you, Star Wars, The Final Girls, and Heels. If you're hearing this dog uh, moan and whine in the background, that's Echo, and Echo needs to go just do whatever Echo wants, which is not watch me podcast. This dog is really like, hey, why don't we just go sit outside and stare at trees? But if we're inside, she really is basically like, I'm going to fucking antagonize you until you move away from your computer. Probably a nice thing, usually, but I do have some work to do. All right, that's our show. Uh, Take us out. Hot! Jeff Solomon, and we'll be playing Madden at you. And by the way, should we tell people to contact our league if they want to? There's three people that listen to this podcast. They're all in the league at this point. Yeah. We actually, we got three new people just last week, and they all seem like real, real good menches. So shout out to Johnny, Christian, and other Seattle Brian. Uh, Pasta Padres. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Pasta Padres in. It's going to be great. Great. 
Uh, all right, that's fine. We don't need an outro. Let's just stop. Bop, 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 bop.